0: Everybody seems anxious or even upset, angry these days. You know, we're we're bombarded constantly with news about the upcoming election. You know, who is going to do the least amount of harm to our country? Uh, We're worried about all kinds of things. Life issues, attacks on marriage and the family, problematic ideas about gender, race, diversity, inflation, war, religious freedom on and on and uh, we must not retreat from informed healthy debate about all these sorts of things of course but if you're like me you're tempted to keep on scrolling on social media to read and to watch the news for far too long and as i click or scroll or flip through the channel the anxiety level it just it just rises uh, we can even be tempted to despair People are rightly passionate about all these issues, and the one thing everybody can seem to agree upon, studies actually show this, is that both sides of every issue seems to think we're going in the wrong direction and that our nation is in trouble. So a lot of people spending a lot of time worrying. But maybe there's a better way to spend our time. There's a solution to all the problems we face on a global level, a national level, personal level, and it's prayer. Remember, God is more powerful than any nation or politician, and he listens to prayer. We often doubt that this is true, but history shows us that it is. As the Israelites were in the desert, they came into the land of the Amalekites, this tribe that viciously attacked them. Moses, the leader of the Israelites, ordered that troops be sent out to do battle against these aggressors. And from atop a nearby mountain, Moses surveyed the battle down below, raised his hands in prayer, pleading with God for his people. And the battle went well for them. But when Moses grew tired and stopped praying, the tide of the battle turned. Israelites began to suffer. He needed help to continue praying. Aaron and Hur came to his aid, and his prayer, strengthened by his brothers, was answered. The Israelites were victorious. They were saved by prayer. If you want a more recent example of the power of prayer, remember, October is the month of the Rosary, in part because of the events that took place on October 7th in 1571 in the Battle of Lepanto, We celebrated this event actually uh, here in our parish on October 7th which is the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary uh, our parish feast day it it remembers this event Muslim armies back then in 1571 on October 7th and their navies were advancing on Europe to conquer it specifically for the Muslim faith Pope St. Pius V feared that Europe would fall and it It all came to a head on that day in October when the Christian fleet, which was vastly outnumbered by the Muslim fleet, engaged in a naval battle. The Pope ordered all Christians to pray the rosary continuously on the day of battle. And just as the Christian fleet was about to be surrounded and annihilated, the wind turned against the Muslim fleet at just the right moment, giving them an advantage. It was very unlikely, but... The Christians destroyed more than 90% of the enemy ships. They saved Europe. The commanding Christian officer, Don Juan of Austria, reported to the Pope that, we came, we saw, but Mary conquered. So Europe, we might say, remained Christian and free, at least until our time, because Christians turned to prayer and asked for Mary's help. Or an even more recent example In 1955, Russians held a large portion of Austria under communist control. Russia was making plans to seize the rest of the country, and Father Petrus Pavlicek prayed and started a national prayer campaign to save their country from communism. Miraculously, the communists just gave up up control of Austria. They left without firing a single shot. It's said that prayer saved Austria. Another example, which we don't often hear of, is the Nedelin disaster. The Soviet Union was working on a new intercontinental ballistic missile called the R-16 in 1960. And this was bigger uh, than anything the Americans had, and it was capable of more destruction. At the United Nations, the Russian premier, Khrushchev, pounded on the podium and said, We will bury you, a threat to his enemies. And the Western world was terrified a letter was sent out to all the bishops of the world, urgently asking everyone to pray and do penance. Hundreds of thousands around the world prayed, but especially at the shrine in Fatima, in Portugal. The bishops in Portugal spent the entire night in adoration. Eleven days later, when the Soviets were to test fire the R-16, its final test, All the top military officers and scientists and politicians were present. After the countdown, the rocket failed to fire. They waited 20 minutes in the bunkers. The all clear was finally given and everyone approached this rocket to troubleshoot the problem and it exploded, killing many of the Russians who worked on the R-16 project. This project was then scrapped and all the scientists and engineers were gone was abandoned a threat was eliminated or a couple of years after that uh, in 1962 the cuban missile crisis yet another example the cuban and soviet governments were building nuclear missiles and bases in cuba just off the shores of the united states and these missiles could have destroyed the us cities in no time uh, tensions escalated between the us cuba and the soviets and this literally could have been the end of the world if nuclear war had broken out, and it very nearly did. But our bishops again called for prayer, the people responded, and an agreement was reached and the missiles were removed. Or how about, very recently, the reversal of Roe versus Wade earlier this year by the Supreme Court, which means states can make their own laws related to abortion once again, something that is now already saving many, many lives. It's not a complete victory over the culture of death by any means, but it's a battle won in the larger war for life. People prayed and marched for 50 years, almost 50 years, for that victory. Now, these are some examples from history. Could these things have happened without prayer? I suppose. But God's all-powerful. His providence guides or allows everything and he has commanded us to pray always without becoming weary, to ask for what we need. He listens. And to me, these examples are compelling evidence that God does listen in prayer. And in our personal lives, too. You know, these are some examples, big examples from history, but we also encounter hardships on a personal level. We become anxious, sure, about world events and politics, but we struggle with health issues. We struggle with marriage problems. We struggle with finances. On and on. But if we're wise, in addition to doing what we can on a natural level for these things, we can turn to prayer in the midst of these struggles. And we don't expect, of course, to get everything we want always immediately. God knows better than we do what we need at each moment. And sometimes uh, the delay... In an answer is a good thing for us, but still we ought to pray and always. But how do we do that? How do we pray always? Well, it's possible, but like Moses, we need help. Can't do it alone. We need each other. You need the person sitting next to you in your pew, and you need your spouses, your grandparents, your godparents, your good Catholic friends, um, your priest. To help you keep the faith. Keep at prayer. You might not think it's uh, that our prayers and sacrifices are, are big enough to affect anything important. But that's where scripture constantly, in salvation history, constantly tells us otherwise. I mean, the widows in Jesus' day were the weakest and poorest of society. They had no power. The judge in this parable, though, He had power, he had control, and he didn't respect anyone. But because of her persistence, this weak woman in today's gospel received what she needed from this powerful judge. I mean, compared to God and world affairs, we are weak. But yet, if we persist in prayer, we'll be given what we need from our all-powerful God. So as we now approach another election day, uh, or as we confront whatever causing anxiety at the moment in our hearts, just an encouragement to not spend too much time worrying. Instead, make a sacrifice of your valuable time to pray. Why not commit to pray the rosary each day for our nation? Why not pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet? Or why not give up an hour of your time each week? or even each day, if you can, to spend in adoration before the Blessed Sacrament. There you can say, Lord, I offer this time as a sacrifice for peace, for our nation, or for whatever is on your mind. And as we encounter this noisy, anxiety-filled world, let's not forget, God is still in control. We can't always see it, but we know it's true. In the words of St. Padre Pio, Pray, hope, and don't worry. Worry is useless. God is merciful and will hear your prayer.